0: good morning it's july 21st welcome to doing life daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times this is the audible companion of the book of the same name today's title is fumes for i will satisfy the weary soul and every languishing soul i will replenish jeremiah thirty-one twenty-five. yesterday i was motoring across deadman's cove in our inflatable typhoon my grandchildren, six and eight, on the small bench seat. We were taking a last spin around the cove, inspecting the sailboats at their moorings, swinging around the rocky point to pass in front of the cottage and give a wave to their mom, my daughter, and Grammy, my wife, before we lost the last of the evening light. Liam took the throttle of the 2.5-horsepower Yamaha for a few moments, the main incentive, I believe, for his joining us on our little expedition, The little engine hesitated at one point, enough for me to take the throttle back, put it in neutral and take a look at the prop to clear the seaweed we had just run through. It seemed to be unobstructed, however, and I really thought nothing of it when the motor ran smoothly again and forward. We returned to the cove, Allie excited by the bumps as we rocketed over the surface at a blistering three miles per hour. As we made the sweeping circle to come upwind to the floating dock, I throttled back as usual. We approached it dead slow And just as I routinely reached for the dead man switch to cut the engine, it died on its own. We eased sideways up to the dock. I grabbed a hold and first Allie and then Liam, with the painter in hand, climbed out onto the dock. Liam said, "'Wow, Papa, I didn't see you pull the red cutoff thing.' That's because I hadn't. Weird. I tried to start the engine again and got nothing from the very reliable brand-new Yamaha. An excellent engine, albeit one without a gas gauge.' I took off the cap and, sure enough, bone dry. I can promise you that I know what it feels like to be operating on fumes. In residency, we pulled 36-hour shifts, and believe me, we were running on fumes every time we headed back to our apartments, falling asleep at every red light. You might be running on fumes at your job. It may not be fatigue, it might be frustration, or stress, or boss, or client-related issues. For those younger, it might be school-related, projects due, team problems, overload problems, or plain I-don't-get-it issues. The thing about running on fumes, even when you don't realize that's what's happening, is where you happen to be when you run out of gas completely. For a boater, there's no better place to be than at the dock. The dock represents your link to the world of solid ground, to safety, to home. In life, too, you need the security of knowing you can make it back to the cove and up to the dock. For people of faith, that's what the Savior is all about. When we're out of gas and dead in the water, it turns out we're right beside the dock, and all we have to do is reach out a hand, stabilize the boat, and climb to safety. Christ is always available through prayer and the presence of the Holy Spirit. We're never caught out on the sea in a storm when we run out of gas. With Jesus right at hand, it's as though we are always coasting right up to the dock. Consider that the next time you flat run out of gas. You're not on the open sea alone. Your faith keeps you right near the dock. He gives power to the faint, and to him who had no might, he increases strength. Isaiah forty twenty nine. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We love that you loved us first and loved us so much that you gave us your Son, an ever-present help in trouble. When we're out of gas, when life has us on our knees in the bottom of the boat, you're right there at our side, our secure dock, always waiting with a place to tie on to. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.